Electric Friends, a Gary Newman podcast celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer. Gary Newman made a name for himself as lead singer of True Boy Army with the song Our Friends Electric, the band had actually released another song as the lead single from its album Replicas. That song would be a dark, broody sci-fi track that sadly wasn't picked up at the time, but would go on to become one of Gary's best-known and best-loved songs that is performed live to this day, covered by several big-name artists, and is now known as a staple of electronic music. On this episode of Electric Friends, we will look back at 1979's Down in the Park. tackle replicas in more depth on a future episode, but Down in the Park, like the rest of the album, delves into the story of the concept album that Gary had created. Like replicas, Down in the Park marked a major shift from Chubway Army's previous output. As we covered in the Everyday I Die episode, the band's early releases contained elements of punk, hard rock and new wave, but were exclusively guitar-driven with only occasional use of primitive synths. Down in the Park, on the other hand, was Newman's first composition on keyboards and his first release to feature the predominantly electronic sound that would become his trademark. Lyrically, the song focuses on the dystopian science fiction story that was the basis of the Replica's album. Heavily influenced by writers like J.G. Ballard and Philip K. Dick, it tells the story of a futuristic park in which the Mark Men, or androids with human skin, and machines rape and kill human beings to entertain spectators who, along with their numerically named robotic friends, see the lyric down in the park with a friend called Five, view the carnage from a nearby restaurant, Zomzoms, the name of which was apparently inspired by the Zomzom restaurant chain in the Jabriath song Scumbag. The song was typical of Newman's music themes at the time, both embracing and fearing technology. Writing more recently in Revolution, Gary said, Down in the Park was taken from a bit about so-called criminals being hunted by machines, each one designed to kill or injure in a different way. There was far more to it than that, of course, including synthetic prostitutes, which led to our friend Electric. But you get the idea. The writing of replicas came together quickly, because I already had all of those stories and characters. All I needed to do was adapt them into lyrics. 
It's almost funny to me that I listened and sang along to this song loads as a kid, not having any idea what the song was about, despite having lines like, oh look, there's a rape machine in it. It's quite a harrowing song that sums up the eerie dystopia feel that Gary was going for with the song, but the melody is so pretty that it doesn't feel so menacing. Perhaps that's the point. The song opens with the soft synths building up the brooding atmosphere before a high-pitched keyboard comes in, almost like a laser or searchlight searching for humans, and then Gary's layered vocals describes the terrifying park where the robotic Mark men enjoy a game of killing and attacking humans as if some kind of Squid Game-style sport. It might just be me, but I've always felt like Down in the Park is a true one-off in the world of early synth-pop songs, in that it almost has a folk-like quality to it. Uh, my parents brought me up on bands like Steel Eye Span when growing up, and when you hear Down in the Park next to a folk murder ballad like Long Lankin, for instance, you can see the similarities, whether that was on purpose by Gary or not. See what you think. Like other Gary songs, like Cars or Our Friends Electric, Down in the Park doesn't have the traditional verse-chorus structure, and if anything, the chorus is the gorgeous synth instrumental breakdown that evokes the sounds of trance music 20-odd years later. This is always a joyous moment at Gary concerts, as he and the crowd put their arms out and cross them over in terms of the music, while all chanting, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, it sounds more beautiful than I'm making out, but if you're there, you know what I mean. Like the rest of Replicas, Down in the Park had Gary on Mini Moog synthesizer, Poly Moog synthesizer, Fender Rhodes electric piano, vocals and production, alongside Paul Gardner on bass guitar and Jess Lidyard on drums. It was released as a single by Beggar's Banquet in 1979, but it didn't get picked up by radio stations at the time, and it wasn't a hit. Soon after, Our Friends Electric took off, and the rest is history. Sadly, they didn't have time to re-release it as a single, mainly because Gary was already ready to go with Cars and The Pleasure Principle by then. Gary said in Revolution, Down in the Park was a slow-paced, slow-building, doom-laden five-minute marathon of a song. It was as far from radio-friendly or the pop music of the day as you could get. Menacing and eerie, it remains to this day one of my favourite songs and has been covered by other artists countless times. Back then though, it didn't seem to get noticed that much. It didn't come close to the top 40, didn't get any radio play, but nonetheless I felt it had pushed us up a level. After all, 10,000 copies isn't a disaster for a new band with a new type of music. The single scraped into the top 200, number 198, I think. But I was happy with that. After all, that meant only 197 people were ahead of me. Considering the thousands of bands out there, that didn't seem too bad. 
The B-side was a non-album track at the time, Do You Need The Service? The title referenced a line from the works of William Burroughs, uh, the service in question meaning pest control. The 12-inch version of the single also included uh, I Nearly Married A Human 2, which was a different mix from the version on Replicas, this time featuring Drum Machine throughout and Newman's repeat line of the song title. Both songs would later be included on full versions of Replicas. Down in the Park has been a mainstay of Gary's concerts since his 1979 touring principle and appears on almost all of his live albums. For the 1980 tour, Gary really upped the ante of his live shows with extravagant sets and lighting. Uh, we'll look at that properly another time, but for Down in the Park, Gary appeared in a remote-controlled car. Uh, the vehicle, not too dissimilar from the Sinclair C5, but far cooler, would slowly ride around on stage while Gary sang the song. It might have bankrupted him in a few years, but Gary and his team knew how to put on a hell of a show. Gary elaborated more in Revolution, saying, On the teletour, I had a small car, essentially a wheelchair with a sci-fi-looking aluminium frame on top. During Down in the Park, I would sit in the car, drive it around the stage, singing a song with a radio mic. The house crew couldn't decide if it was electrics, which one union took care of, or part of the stage set, which another union took care of so they couldn't decide who was allowed to lift it onto the stage. Eventually, they shared the job. At one point, they even said I couldn't drive it myself as it was a union job. They suggested that the electrics man drove it during the song and I would sit on his lap, something clearly impossible given the size of the car. We had to buy them off so that I could drive my own car during my own song in my own show. This live version had an arrangement with solo piano introduction and appeared on the Living Ornaments 80 album as well as the movie Uh, A Music War and in the micro music video concert from Wembley Arena, the soundtrack of which was released as Living Ornaments 81. And a beautiful version that had just piano alone with Dennis Haynes on piano was also released as the flip side of Newman's single I Die You Die in 1980 and was also included as a bonus track on the 1998 CD reissue of Telecon. Park was also remixed twice for the 2003 album Hybrid. One was reworked by the duo Curve. Down in 
other was a remix by Sulphur. Down the Park has been covered by a number of artists over the years, most notably Marilyn Manson on the Lunchbox and Sweet Dream singles in Foo Fighters did a brilliant cover on the X-Files Songs in the Key of X soundtrack album a year later. Jimmy Tenor, who recorded a cover version on the Newman Tribute album, Random. version, I Invented the Night by Electric Six has a, shall we say, astonishing similarity to the song. As ever, I put out a call for comments on the song on social media uh, and on Facebook. We had uh, Marilyn Towie said, obviously starting with the little car at the Telecom concert, an unexpected and a memorable moment. Great memories each time I've heard it sung live. And uh, hearing my nephew play it on the piano, and now God knows how I'll get on, but I've just booked in for piano lessons myself so I can play at least one song of Gary's at some point. And Down in the Park would be a big ask, but I can only try. I'll probably end up playing like Les Dawson. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sh- I'll have all faith in you, Marilyn. I'm sure it'd be brilliant. Uh, Jill Lincoln said, uh, one of my favourites as I walked down the aisle to the piano version of it. Well, I can imagine that. It's a beautiful, beautiful version. Uh, Philip WG said, uh, probably one of the best doom-laden songs of all time. There was nothing like it at the time and nothing like it since. Totally unique, as most of Newman's career has been. Uh, Replicas is my favourite album. Much of what Newman sang about is becoming reality. His image from this time is unsurpassed by any other. And Oliver Berger said, uh, I discovered it for me in the late 90s. Until then, I only knew Cars. Uh, 30 years on, it's maybe my favourite Gary Newman song. To me, it's the perfect description of today's society and where we are going. I was very pleased to hear him play it live in Munich in a small, intimate venue. For me, it became some sort of hymn. And on Twitter, Paul Denman said, I always remember having missed Down in the Park. 
uh, as I'd bought Bombers, but the next I knew, a black-haired bloke on TV was singing Our Friends Electric. I thought, that voice sounds familiar. Uh, naturally, I then rushed to buy Down in the Park and caught back up again. Bought everything on release day ever since. Uh, John Garland said... Uh, when I first heard it in 1979, my jaw hit the floor. I had never heard anything like it before and rarely have since. Its musical power and lyrical vision are amazing. It's always been a real life highlight and I love it to this day. So Down in the Park for me rightly goes down as a milestone in electronic music and while Gary Newman fans like us obviously hold it in hugely high regard, I definitely think it should be up there with the likes of Vienna or Fade to Grey when it comes to mainstream iconic synth pop tracks. But, you know, then again, I would say that, wouldn't I? Anyway, thanks for joining me as ever for another episode of Electric Friends. I'll be back next time with another Newman track. In terms of Newman news, as I record this, he's just released a new song as a guest artist on the track Vanishing Shadows by Layla Moss, well worth checking out. And if you're looking for more nostalgia, check out Gary's recent social posts as he's been sharing some fantastic photos from yesteryear in recent days. So thanks as ever to all of you who have emailed me or tweeted me with your kind words saying you've been enjoying the podcast so far. It really means a lot. Please keep in touch if you'd like to say hello or recommend a song or share your memories of Gary. You can reach me on newmanpodcast at gmail.com or at newmanpodcast on Twitter as well. Uh, Electronic Friends is available wherever you get your podcasts and you can find out more at newmanpodcast.com. See you next time. A Gary Newman podcast celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer. pioneer.